When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome into the CHGO Bulls Podcast, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download their app. Be sure to use promo code CHGO when you sign up. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. My guys, Big Dave. Bow! Bow! B-A-W-L Sports. Will the Goat Gottlieb. Will underscore Gottlieb. He's grown. And back with us in our West Loop studio, our pound producer, Joey Spathis. Follow that man, too. He's also known as Joey 1K. You can follow him at Joey Spathis. We are CHO underscore Bulls. Coming, coming right at you. Huh? Joey 2K. Joey 2K. Right Let's not get right out around of our, the corner. Let's not get out of ourselves. So, uh, speaking of followership milestones, um, shout out and thank you to everybody uh, who is uh, rocking with us at CHO. We just hit 30K subs on YouTube today. That's freaking dope. That's Slip, awesome. Thank you to everybody who has subscribed. If you haven't yet, Try it now. Joy, do you have a speech for that? You have a speech for the 30K? A speech? Mm-hmm. Me? Yeah, you um, got one for your one for your 1K, man. I want to see you got one for the 30K, bro. Wow, what a ride it's been since March 4th, um, 2022. I mean, I can't believe it's almost been a year. But to see all the growth that we've had as a network. Tremendous growth. And not only as a network, but, you know, everybody's individual growth. Mm-hmm. Getting better at their craft. Hashtag continuity. You know, 30K. It takes a village, so shout out to everybody here. Village. That's the truth. Will, go ahead and point to your uh, left, just just ever so slightly, and then we will see the little like and subscribe hey. button. Oh, look at that. That was a flex that. That I've ever oh, seen one. He said, Will, go ahead and point to your left. <laughs> Will, Will's like, why said, am I right. pointing over here? That's no right. idea why, but I'll do it. You did better than me because I would have asked questions. <laughs> well, I, I, it does get a little confusing when you're looking at the TV and you're trying to figure out like which way. No, to, I appreciate it. No, yeah, that was so awesome, I, I, knew, I knew I had to think about it. And I've seen you look at it before and like I've seen guys go – which way am I putting? So, Uzi and Wazi. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Exactly, Big Dave. Sorry. I dig it. Well uh, done, sir. Well done. We are going to roll on with our 22-23 Bulls player evaluations today. We're talking the man in the middle, Nikola Vucevic. Uh, and uh, Will wrote a column about him and the market oh for Vooch uh, this offseason on allchgo.com right now. I'm going to retweet that. Go read it. Uh, we'll talk about that. But we wanted to start today... With these NBA playoffs that continue to roll on, very entertaining stuff. Uh, revisit our predictions that we made for these first round series, and then take a look at and make our predictions for who's winning these second round series. Some of which are already underway. Yeah. Uh, so, journeying back to the first round, we all correctly predicted some easy ones. Mm-hmm. We all had Nuggets, Sixers, mm-hmm. and Celtics mm-hmm. winning their respective series. No surprises there. We were all wrong mm-hmm. when we took the one-seeded Bucks to beat the eight-seeded Heat. Mm-hmm. Still, Can you blame us. Still, I, I quite can't, can't get over that. It's, I, the Bucks were my championship favorites mm-hmm. coming into this entire playoff, East or West. Shout out to Timothy Butler. Timothy James Butler, or is it James Timothy Butler? James Timothy. Timmy Butler. Um, yeah, Timmy. Yeah, there you go. Go oh, with that one. I'm 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 still in shock and disbelief that that actually happened. That wasn't a fever dream. Hemi G buckets. The Bucks lost to the does. Heat in five, and we were all wrong about <laughs> how that series. To be would fair, go. everybody was wrong. Yeah, everybody. Not one person had them. Everybody. That's why you go to playoffs. I think the only person who picked the Heat in that series was Jimmy Butler. <laughs> His <laughs> teammates that's how it should be probably didn't even pick them. That's how it should be. I'm the one who thinks we're winning. 
And that's why you go to the May- Maybe Eric Spolstra? Like, maybe. Yeah. Because he's got a hard head like Pat Jimmy Riley does. Too. Well, Pat Riley as well. I think Pat Riley thinks he's winning every series. I think Pat Riley does not care at this point. Oh, please. He's, he loves to he's win. He's dressing up like a pirate of the Caribbean, oh, stop, hanging out on his stop. yacht. <laughs> nah, he's rich. <laughs> you no, can't fault him for I, being rich. I, I just say that because I want it to be true. I want <laughs> Pat Riley to stop caring. Nope. Not going to happen. You know who stopped caring a long time ago? Okay, look at him. Bring it right on back. He can't help himself. Just bring it right on back. I'll just let y'all fill in the blank on that yeah. one. Um, okay, so all wrong on the box. Mm. Dave, you are the only one of the three of us who correctly predicted that the Knicks were beating the Cavs in that first round series. Like, Shout out to you, sir. Mm-hmm. I mean, and they did so. Yeah. They also did it in five, right? Yeah, they did. Just like the Heat did to the box. Yeah, and they asked. I mean, Wow. I, I saw the Cavs as a much Twixed. more talented team on paper, but yeah, they Tib, got that thing. Tibbs and the Knicks, man. Yeah. Talent is cool, but in the playoffs, man, you, you, you got to have some dog in you. Ain't got enough dogs, bro. Yeah. And it's, you know, you, you look at that, you know, giant front line that the Cavs have, mm-hmm. you know, particularly Jared Allen and Evan Mobley, and they both had pretty interesting quotes after they lost that series saying, like, oh, yeah, we were not ready yeah. for a playoff game at the Garden. Yeah. And I, like, what is that? <laughs> what is that? He said the lights were too bright. Yeah, lights lights were too that's bright? An inc- that's an incredible admission. Yeah, you can't be on my team if that's going to be the thought process. But I kind of respect him it. for saying that. I don't. I hate it. Go ahead, though. Why? Why do you Just because, like, again, we talked about this before when we were talking about Dylan Brooks. Mm-hmm. Self-awareness is huge in the game of basketball. True, true. That's how you, that's how you bounce back from that. You realize, hey, we weren't good enough. The lights were too bright next year. Not going to happen that way. Mm-hmm. We'll see. That's how you get better. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. That's how you I get just better. Don't, I don't like it. I don't I, like it. You. It's I, bad that it happened in the first place. Yeah. But now we've identified a problem that we can fix. Yeah. But my thing is, what's going to stop it from being brighter, you know, at another arena or in another round? Like, when, when's it not going to be too much for you? And then you'd be like, oh, well, this is too much. Well, let's try again next year. That's what, you don't get so that's many what chances, have to find man. out. Yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't know what we chances you're going to get, man. Could be, yeah, could never be the case. No, that's a hashtag I made. I mean, I, I know that the Garden is like the place mm-hmm. that NBA players get jazzed up to play in. And it has been for a really long time. Correct. You about but to hate on the Garden. <laughs> no, well, <laughs> you know I got my history with Go the ahead. Garden. Yeah. But um, you shouldn't be, as an NBA player, intimidated by noise made by Knicks fans. Because mm. you shouldn't be intimidated by someone or some group of people with a lesser IQ than yours. Ooh, Knicks fans are dumb as hell. Good they're God. passionate. I'll give them that. But they're dumb as hell. You shouldn't be afraid of dumb people. Jeez. It's the organ, too. It's that organ all the time going, man. You know, lights got bright for them. I, I all them will celebrities say, though, on the road. Those Knicks home games, games three and four of that series, it was really cool because it harkened back to my childhood. Mm. Of as, as much as I hated when the Bulls would go into the garden for playoff games, the courtside celebrity yeah, who's awesome. who. Yeah. Like that part of games at the Garden has always been cool, mm-hmm. and it hasn't been around for forever. You're right. Because the Knicks really haven't been big on going to the playoffs. They have been atrocious a lot recently. Atrocious is the word. But yeah, when those like coming in and out of timeouts and the broadcast crew, and you, there's mm-hmm. this camera. Oh, there's this celebrity. Ben there's this Stiller. celebrity. Like that is a really cool part Kenan of it. Kenan Thompson, and of course Spike Lee. Always, always, always. It was fun. Um. All right. So the other first round series that Will and I correctly predicted mm-hmm. were Suns over Clippers. Mm-hmm. You had the Clippers yeah. in your defense. No Paul George and then also no Kawhi. Yeah, game was, over. So I'm, I'm going yeah. to give you a pass on that cool one. It was one one in his knee spray, and I was like, oh, it's over. Uh, Will and I also each picked Warriors mm-hmm. over Kings, which, that went boy, seven. came down yeah. to seventh game, and the what Warriors a- ended up having to win two of the last three on the road. What an amazing series that was. Incredible. Mm-hmm. What a treat. Like, a that, treat. Which is That's why everybody right. who loves the NBA playoffs was saying, like, dude, make this best of 11. Like, just keep playing this. <laughs> keep playing this series out because nope. it was so it was so entertaining. I already yeah. think the first round is too long. I know they're never going to reduce it, but 11, yeah. it was great. It was great. I don't need, I don't need 11 of those. So yeah, all I need is seven. I'm at, good. As someone who picked the Kings, Dave, and mm-hmm. I know you were a huge De'Aaron Fox fan. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it was unfortunate that he was playing through a pretty significant hand injury for Ouch. the last half of that series. Yeah. Most of what I've heard is only goodwill, even though the Kings, as the higher seed, lost. Mm-hmm. You lost to a defending champ 
with lots of championship medal in the core of their roster. Yeah. You're a young team on the on the come up. Do you feel that same way about the Kings, or do you feel like they blew an opportunity to make a deep playoff run? No, because, well, one, the lights weren't too bright for them. They were, they were playing at Golden State. They that weren't too bright at correct. all for them. Um, but it was the way they did it, the humility they carried with that. Right. They expected to win by the way they played. Like, they weren't intimidated by anything that was going on. And they played their game, and they played it correctly. And anytime Golden State scored, boom, they're right back down. Especially you know, that game six, like you yeah. go into into Chase enemy Center, territory. You just lost three in a row. Correct. Mm-hmm. This is like backs against the wall, and you mm-hmm. come up and you just take the air and out they of the Warriors' sales. out on them. You know what I mean? And got themselves in the 50-50 game. That's what they did. But greatness always wins in the end, kids. That's how it goes. Um, and then yeah, you're talking about an all-time <laughs> great performance for an all-time great player. Most points ever. Yeah, Most I feel good about that. Most points ever in a game seven. Yeah, yeah. Like that's, I'll live that with that. Steph game was yeah. out of control. I'll live with Insane. that. Insane. I'll live with that. And as much as people might be disappointed to see that Warriors King series end because it was so riveting and entertaining, now we get Warriors Lakers because Lakers beat uh, another young. Up and coming team, a scrappy team, the, scrappy, the Grizzlies. Scrappy dudes. You 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 picked the Grizzlies in that one, Dave. Yeah, another injury <laughs> hurts that team to their star player. Yeah, that are, hurts are, were were you heartbroken today when the uh, news broke that the Grizzlies preemptively broke up with Dylan Brooks? No, I wasn't heartbroken <laughs> before his free agency. But I thought it was trash the way they did it. I really did. Like they didn't have to do that. I like have that. never. I yeah. have never. Get them, Will. Heard. That happened. Ever. A report coming out and saying, yeah. we will not take you back no matter what Under the circumstances. Under no like, circumstances. That is like, the most crazy report yeah, I think I've I hated ever it, heard. Man. I hated it. I really did. Like, you're damaging his career doing stuff like that. Like, if you're not going to sign him, fine. Just don't sign him. Like, let him go. That's fine. You had to put out a statement on Dylan Brooks. You know what I'm well, saying? They, like, they didn't put out an official team statement on it. It was just a report. To report anything leaking out like that hurts you know what i'm saying like that just release him like that stuff shouldn't be happening like that it made it seem like he was a criminal like he did something truly truly wrong like dude no man i i hated it i didn't it's like also it. like bad business for them yeah just in the standpoint of like it's pretty hard to get value in a sign and trade for a guy that you've committed to not bringing back right yes yes and uh, right I, it, it's hard to get value in a sign and trade from the jump right doing that right. then makes it uh, makes getting value in a sign and trade right. virtually impossible. Here's some beans. Virtu- virtually impossible. <laughs> We're telling all of y'all that we see zero value in right. this guy and cool. want to be rid of him. Cool. Here's an extension cord and some tape. We'll take Dylan Brooks. Thank you very much. Yeah. This dumb. I didn't. Li- I hated it. I really did. So uh, I, I, overall, I feel like we did pretty well with our first round predictions. Yeah, I broke even a couple of me. injuries here and there, and then a wild uh, heat upset over the Bucks that nobody saw coming. Wild. Wild, uh, Drew in the comments saying he. I'm assuming you mean Dylan Brooks poked the biggest bear. <laughs> eh, you know, I, I saw a lot of people making the you know the Omar joke. You come at the king, you best not miss. Um, as far as Dylan Brooks' comments yeah, about LeBron, three, you best not miss. And look, he's he's not wrong about some of the stuff he said about LeBron, in that he is old and not as dominant as he was when he was younger. <laughs> Matt, those, aren't, those, aren't, those aren't falsehoods. <laughs> it was again, maybe just no not bright of him to say that. Again, There's, self-awareness. No opportunity. <laughs> self-awareness. Right. Self-awareness. I don't like the fact that he left, though, either. After Terrible all those look. losses. I hated yeah. that as well, man. That refused was refused to speak shit, to the media after gotta, three of their four losses. Mm-hmm. You can talk shit. I'm all for it. But, like, you got to own it up when... When you lose. Got to face lose. the music, man. It's, it's part of the gig. Seriously. It's part of the gig. Seriously, I hated it. Uh, okay, so moving on. Round two. We uh, already are underway. We saw Nuggets take a 2-0 lead Ugh. over the Suns in that series, which, Ugh. by I mean, talk about some tense moments in the All-City Network right now. Mm. We got PHNX Suns and DNVR Nuggets. All-City Bowl. We're just, sitting pretty with our 1.8%. Just, just hate hey. each other. And we're, and, we're, and we're just NBA fans enjoying the playoffs. You know? Just watching. Stress-free. Yeah. Woo, isn't everybody happy? Yes. Hooray. <laughs> yes. I know I know you're sitting there being like, Bulls, Bulls, that could have been the could have been the Bulls upsetting the Bucks because Giannis got hurt. It's not what I'm thinking. I'm just saying you never know. That's all I'm saying. Uh, you never know. That's you never why know. you go. That's why you go. Hey, that's nice. I like that. You never, never know. know. That's why you go. <laughs> I, know, I know you love the rhymes, Dave. <laughs> um so I were any of you 
not convincingly leaning Nuggets before I, we're making these picks now two games in. All the Nuggets have done is hold serve winning yeah. the first two games at home. But I've seen that you guys have also both picked the Nuggets to win the series. I, I was going to pick them before game one. Yeah. Now I am very much feeling like that after them winning the first two. We still haven't heard a whole lot about what happened with Chris Paul leaving that game too last night, mm-hmm. mid-game with what appeared to be a groin injury. Mm-hmm. I think if CP3 is cooked, this mm-hmm. series might be over in four or five. Yeah, man. Because you saw last night, Jamal Murray, terrible shooting night. Terrible. Dude, 0 of 9 from downtown, couldn't hit a bucket to save his life. Um, you know, uh, Gordon didn't have a great game either. Or uh, And it's just like, they still won. Yeah. They still won. <laughs> Booker and KD collectively don't have enough in yeah. this series. If they're four four bench points from the Suns bench last night, mm-hmm. like some point in time, like KD is going to have to drop fifty, right? Like that's just going to have to be the case. And when I say drop, I mean close to average. That like he's he's got to be KD. Like you know he's got to ball out. Like the numbers he's putting up are cool. Right, they're nice. I don't need cool and nice, but bro. It, I need they, superstar. But they aren't they aren't Kevin Durant superstar. Correct. Yeah. I need superstar. That's what I need, bro. Like that's exactly what they need. Brooks is gonna Dev, Booker is gonna do it. Brooks will get you forty. We know that. We've seen it. KD has to do that. I'm putting that on him for that because Aiden ain't gonna do it. Mm-hmm. Aiden has shown you that he is not that guy. Who you who else you gonna depend on after that? Biombo? Like who you looking at? Like to get you that? They don't have anybody that can get them. You know, those points. They need somebody who can get them those five threes when, you know, you hit the open pass. Mm-hmm. They need to have one of those games for one of those bench players. But the problem is, is I, I had Denver too before mm-hmm. this All-Star. I had them in six. Right. I had Denver as well. But they are so deep. Like, that was a terrible game Denver played. All right? Mm-hmm. That was not a good game mm-hmm. by them. But one, they got Jokic, who dominated. Oh, my God. <laughs> Viciously dominated out there on Aiton. But they are so stupid deep. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem with it. Because now, if Murray's down, well, here comes KCP stepping up. If KCP's yeah. not going, well, Brown's going to step up. Brown's not going, Green and, will hit you some shots. Like, it, like and, it's uh, so deep, bro. You know, credit to Mike Malone. Like, he, he sat MPJ for the, you know, majority of the second half of that game, too, last night. Because he saw him, he right? didn't have it. Yeah. And he, he rode the Nuggets defense right. to a victory right. by right. playing those other guys. Bruce Brown, KCP. If the Nuggets can win that way. Yeah. Man, I, I I struggle to see a path to victory in this series for the Suns. Yeah, yeah, I think they're way more versatile than the general consensus gave them credit for, especially coming into the season. The way that they defend, the way that they blank Murray and Jokic with switchable, really high-level defenders um, in Gordon and Brown in KCP. Like, I just think they're a really complete team. And when you're facing a team that has really high upside, the way the Suns do with Durant and Booker, mm-hmm. those guys could go off for 80 or 90 combined points, and they might need to. But, like, to. how often can you expect that? Maybe yeah. most games because they're that good. Yeah. yeah. But they're they're marching for – it actually reminds me a lot of the Bulls. Obviously, like, their best players are better than the Bulls' best players. Booker mm-hmm. and KD are better than DeMar and Zach. But the, their shot profile, the fact mm-hmm. that they don't take a lot of threes, mm-hmm. over-reliance on mid-range shots, mm-hmm. and then who is going to step up and be that third or fourth guy? Right. You just you don't know on a nightly basis. And against a team that's as deep and as um like potent offensively as the mm-hmm. Nuggets, you just you need somebody and they just can't find that guy. Yeah. Like they have two unstoppables. I think Denver has two unstoppables in Murray and Jokic. But then it's about the guys around them after that. Mm-hmm. Like, MPJ could score thirty five. Exactly. That's yeah. my point. He can be KCP unstoppable. KCP could hit, hit six, seven threes. This is my point. Whereas <laughs> people around you, I feel like Aaron as Gordon a had Bulls... a bad game, shot five for eight and had sixteen. Dude, Aaron up. Gordon mm-hmm. is balling out. He's hitting mm-hmm. fadeaways. Win. Says win. Would would be remiss not to mention. Speaking of the Suns, just not having the depth or contributors off the bench that the Nuggets do. Campaign. An old dear friend of ours. <laughs> don't miss a moment. Seven, him, Matt. 17 minutes off the bench last night. Two points on one of seven. Missed all four of his three-pointers. One board, one assist, four fouls. And minus 16. Campaign. He don't miss a team, moment. Team worst, minus 16. <laughs> team worst, minus 16. Ooh. Thought you might want to hear that one. <laughs> Got first. Um, we all, moving along, have Warriors over Lakers yeah. in this uh, series that starts tonight. Oh, my God, I'm so excited. Yeah. Uh, so many different directions game one could go. Yeah. What, what do you guys each see as the thing that tilts this in the Warriors' favor? I just think that the Warriors... 
for them to have gotten this far, they've had to figure some stuff out that kind of got away from them during the regular season. Mm-hmm. Wiggins looks fantastic. Yeah. Yes. Um, Steph is going to be the best player. Mm. All due respect to LeBron. Steph is going to be the best player on the court That's this series. Wild. <laughs> and I just think they're kind of humming right now. Mm-hmm. And they've built up some confidence. They're deeper. Um, I do really think that the Lakers are going to give them problems defensively. Like the way that the the Warriors were able to put Sabonis up in pick and roll and attack empty space in the lane. There was nobody there to protect the rim. Steph had like 22 points in the paint last Fair. night, career mm-hmm. high. Yeah, AD is not going to let that happen. So it is going to be a much more difficult series for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think the Warriors are better equipped to handle this matchup than they were against the Kings even. Um, and I just feel good about them. They've got the defenders that can match up with LeBron, Reeves, um, you know, Hachimura, AD, obviously. I just I think it's a good matchup for the Warriors. Yeah. And the way that they're clicking right now, the confidence that they have. And, you know, LeBron obviously has the championship pedigree. We all know this, one of the top two players of all time. Um, AD has been a, a champion in his own right. But, like, aside from that, their team I don't think has a ton of – high-level playoff experience. Hmm. And I think the Warriors are just ready to feast on that. You're, you're dead on when you say the matchups. Everybody kind of matches up. Like, I can point to positives on both sides, including uh, Kevin Lune. I can point to, you know, positives <laughs> of him as well. Wait, can we just shout out to Looney here for a oh, second? Do you think? Wow. <laughs> the rebounds. Holy shit. 10 offensive, 11 defensive in he the Game 7 like win. He averaged like 20 a game that series. <laughs> yeah. Okay, go on. Wow. Ready? Okay. So, but yeah, he was he was great. You can point to the positives and like, okay, well, he can match this. He can neutralize that. Everybody except for Steph Curry. <laughs> you can't do that with Steph Curry. Who you neutralize? There is no neutralizing Steph. The only way to neutralize him is to match him. Mm-hmm. So, who you got to match him? Like that's what you saw last series with the Kings. They had De'Aaron Fox. You can match him. You know what I mean? You say he's dropping forty. I'm dropping thirty-eight. You know what I mean? You can you can match him in that sense. Who's doing that? In a seven-game series against Steph Curry and also defending Steph. You talked about him, AD, causing those issues in the lane. I mean, but my problem is Steph is even more lethal from and scarier for me from two than he is from three. Like, every time he puts up a two, I'm like, oh, that's going in. From half court, I might say that, but I 100% believe it when he shoots it from He's two. Just, He's where, terrifying. Wherever he is on the floor, you have to be you, shaking It's a problem. Boots. Yes, it's a, it's a problem. I think it's going to be harder for him around the rim this series because sure. of AD. No, 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 I agree. I but think, that's my point. Like, I don't think he's going around the rim. I think even if he pulls up with those jumpers, it's cash money every single time. And that's what I'm saying. He'll adapt to that aspect of it. And, like, do you really trust, like, D'Angelo Russell or even, like, Austin Reeves to be able to, like, chase him around the court? And then you've got Clay and you've got Poole and all these guys, the motion, the movement that they have, yeah. it's just so difficult to defend. Yeah. I think Jared Vanderbilt could be a really good option on Steph mm-hmm. um, with his length and his He's quickness. A good He's a really good defender yeah. and that size is going to bother Steph. But like, again, we're talking about one of the great players of all time. He will find a way. And also Steve Kerr is why. Because Steve Kerr is 19 and 0 in Western Conference playoff series. That's crazy. <laughs> it's 19. What? And 0. You heard what I said. 19 and 0 in Western Conference playoff series. When you're playing a series, he ain't lost. What did uh what did LeVar say? Who? LeVar Ball. Never lost? Never lost. Never lost. Uh, Never lost, dog. All right. It's terrifying. Quickly uh shifting to the east and then we can get to our our Vooch, uh part of the uh afternoon. The East is where we differentiate. Mm-hmm. Basically, Goat, you're riding with your boy Jimmy. Big Dave and I are riding with Tibbs. Mm-hmm. I'm, I am I wavered on this a little bit after the Heat won game one. I still think that the Knicks are a more talented team. We still don't know. As of right now, we're playing game two between these two teams tonight. 6.30 Chicago tip-off. Julius Randle, going to play a game two. Going to play in the series at all? Don't know. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler. Badly, you know, rolled his ankle in game one. Um, did finish out that game. Mm-hmm. What What is he going to be like for the mm-hmm. remainder of this series? What's he going to be like in game two if he plays? I see the Knicks as more... I don't know what the Heat are doing here. I truly don't. Other than Jimmy Butler's greatness. That's it. Will them to victory in a game once... In a, in a round one series that... 
let's I'm I'm gonna be frank, the Bucks choked. The Bucks freaking choked and Giannis was out for half of it. Okay, fine, whatever. Jimmy's great, okay, fine, whatever. I don't know what the Heat are doing here. They are not a good team. They are not. Yeah. So I'm rolling with the Knicks. But you know, they won. Like, I feel you. Let me state this. I'm not on anybody's side on this series. I don't like either one of these teams. No. And I'm not rooting for either one of these teams. No. If I couldn't have, if I could have picked nobody, I would have picked nobody to win this series. All right. I just flipped the coin and it landed on the Knicks. And that's what happened. That's the reason I picked I, I the Knicks. I respect that so much. I give a damn about either one of these squads, though. I don't care who wins at all. Any part of me does not care. I'm just gonna watch the games because I like basketball. Yeah. That's my analysis. My, I think that the Heat are undermatched in terms of talent. They are the less talented team, especially without Tyler Hero. Um, Tibbs is a great coach, but I think Spoh's better. And he is. I think these games are just going to be grinded out really close all the way. And gimme Jimmy in a late gimme Jimmy. Game. <laughs> Rhymed it's, again. Uh, it's kinda, ju- plus, they already stole one. Yeah, uh, on the road. We'll see what happens with the injuries, but he'll he's he'll be fine. He's playing. They like they seem to just get enough. Like right. Max Struess hits but four threes. It's or not Duncan like Robinson the Knicks can't Lapp, go like to Miami guys. and get a win or two. Hundred percent. That right. like the Heat, like the Heat Arena. Nobody cares. That is this, not this a hard is, road place to play. This is absolutely true. But the Heat have already done it. They've stolen home court. Yeah, so true. We'll see. I I don't feel great about it either. I agree. N- neither of these teams are great, but I just. It's going to be like throwback Eastern Conference yeah. rock mm-hmm. fight. And I just feel like if you've got the best clutch player in that series, you're probably going to win. But like, yeah, probably. And also, I think you brought up a great point about Kyle Lowry. I think he's merely being underestimated because oh, you're yeah. seeing he's a different player in the playoffs. He man. turned it on. He turns it on. He really does in the playoffs, bro. But yeah, screw both these teams. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> Sixers surprised a lot of people stealing game one in Boston last night of yeah. that Sixers Celtic series. What a game. Despite that loss, Crazy. I still am rolling with these Celtics who yeah. oftentimes throughout their postseason runs over the last few years in the Tatum and Brown years just have these games where it's like you have no reason not to win this game and they cough up a game. No Embiid for the Sixers last night. Hopefully he can come back and and play at some point in this series. James Harden, playoff game of his freaking life. Mm -hmm. You know, we were chatting with our buddies, uh, Saban and Bulldog, last night, this morning, whenever, and and Saban was like, is that is 45 really Harden's playoff career high? And I was like, yes, yeah, Saban, of course it is. Yeah. Dude's entire reputation is a playoff joke artist. Yeah. 45 is a lot of points. It's true. It's a lot. I'm still rolling with the Celtics because the Sixers have two people I don't trust in the playoffs. So, who is this? James Harden and Doc Rivers. Mm. Mm. That's fair. That's fair. It's it's just tough for me to pick a team that's missing their best player. Mm. Like, yes, they got that win. I think the Celtics play with their food. They just don't close teams out. They don't attack mismatches. Or their meat they if you're Doc Rivers. <laughs> That is that was well weird. Done, um, <laughs> well done. They they can be really cold shooting. Um, I just I don't really trust them. I, I but I still think that they are overwhelmingly more talented, especially without Embiid. Uh, so even though they're down 0-1, I'm I'm leaning Celtics. But mm. again, this playoffs is just so weird, and these teams aren't like there isn't that big of a gap between them in terms yeah. of talent. So. Mm-hmm. I don't feel great about it with this one either, but I would just take the Celtics given that we don't really know what's going on with Embiid. Yeah, um, I took the Sixers, and I had the Celtics until Matt and I talked yesterday, and I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to go with the Sixers after this because I realized talk, I, when I was making my points, I was like, dude, they gave up two games to the Hawks mm-hmm. for no reason. Mm-hmm. Like, with their food. Playing with their food, as you say. I watched Philly not play with their food at all. Like, they destroyed the Nets, and they were out of there in four. The other thing is, I believe, and I have to look this up, but I do believe the Celtics have the worst defensive rating of any team left in the playoffs right is now. Is that right? That. I have to check that out, but I could be wrong about that. But they are—they have not been good defensively, and those last two games against the Hawks showed it. This mm-hmm. game against Harden showed it. They have not been good defensively. You ain't going to go far. I know offense, you got to score, but you ain't going to go far in these playoffs without playing some defense against these teams. They bought Embiid more time to get healthy. I wouldn't even play him game two. I, I did yeah. what I was supposed to do. Was you get got there the split. And get the split. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I got that. That's what I'm supposed to do. I'm playing with house money. I would bring him back in game three when we're actually at home. Yeah. I would actually do that. Yeah. But they bought him more time, and they stole some momentum for him as well. So – for those reasons, and I know Embiid is unstoppable. Like, I don't know who's unstoppable 
on on the Celtics. I know Tatum can be, and he balled in that mm-hmm. game. He did, but he wasn't unstoppable. Like I've seen Embiid. What was that game when Embiid dropped like fifty two? Fifty two is the one win that the Sixers had over the Celtics in the regular like, season this year, dude. Man, no, he is terrifying. All right, so if Harden is going to be this. James Harden and Maxi is going to do it. What Maxi does, I watched Paul Reed have the game of his life. Dude, those Bless four free you, you know what I'm dude, huge. A- along with like 12, 13 I was rebounds. Like, no way he makes one. I was like, if they can just get one out of right. two, both Hit times all he went of one. He just made all four. All of them, dog. So those things, it just. I was like, I just feel like it's going to be the Sixers, man. Like, so I, I just went with the Sixers. I went, I went with my gut on, like I do a lot of shit. All right, well, uh, between the three of us, we uh, picked <laughs> a bunch that. of different directions between <laughs> these two Eastern Conference semis. Yeah. Uh, we are all on the same page can you see out the, west. Can you see in the east, the, like, it's the 80s and the 90s <laughs> going on right there? Yep. Because the Sixers and Celtics is Sixers definitely and 80s. Celtics, and the Heat and the Knicks is definitely 90s, man. Right, so well, 80, except for the part of the bracket where the Bulls are already champions. That's yeah, the 90s yeah, yeah. bracket. Oh, yeah, they're playing to see who's going right, to lose yeah. to the Bulls. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Heat, Knicks, that epic fight was 98. Correct, correct, correct. Who came out of the east. Correct. All right. Um, We went a little long on our playoff talk, but the NBA playoffs are so fun. How can you not? Uh, We will take our first break, come back, and dive into our Vooch player evaluation uh, for his 22-23 season. While we're doing that, hit that thumbs up button. Mm. Give us a like if you're watching along on YouTube or catching the replay on YouTube. And add yourself, if you aren't already a part of the cool club, to our 30K subscribers and growing Mm. on our CHGO Sports YouTube channel. Mm. Now... Joseph Spathis, are you ready to have a fun chat with me about our friends at ComEd and all the money and energy that can be saved? Of course I am, Matt. I mean, ComEd and all the money you can be saving. I mean, we've talked about it ad nauseum here on this show. So, I don't at even this know point, if-, if you aren't familiar with or, you know... Saving money and energy on ComEd, then I, I'm just a little bit confused as to what you're thinking. Or, you but know. but we are here to tell you just in case. Yeah, Matt. You know what? Why don't Why don't we switch roles on this one? Actually? You want to? Yeah. Okay. Well, I will tell you, Joe, that the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program is committed to helping families oh, and businesses in the communities they serve. I love this. They help manage energy usage and lower energy bills yeah. now and into the future. The future too. Now and into the future. Get I mean, it's... <laughs> Come on, God, Joe. I'm struggling here. Come on, Joe. On. You can do it, Hold Joe. Hold on, everybody. Give me I a, believe in give you, me a Joseph. second here. I believe um, in you. So they are talking about saving... <laughs> you know what, Matt? Take my part for me as well right now while I continue to let, search. Let me help you out, Joe. Comet offers a wide variety of incentives in lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, uh, industrial, and public sector customers of all sizes across their territory. Comet also offers free facility assessments that can help find energy-saving opportunities like for HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment, and industrial processes. Now, you might, if you had a script in front of you, Joe, ask me, well, how does that work? Matt, how does it work? Because I am, I mean, I am interested in how the Comet Energy Efficiency uh, is specifically committed to helping families and businesses uh, save energy in the communities they serve. So how does it work? Well, let me tell you, an authorized engineer works with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and your needs, like finding the copy for the ComEd read, for example. (laughs) (laughs) These can be done in person or virtually and last approximately two hours. Within three to four weeks, customers receive a report detailing energy efficiency projects they can start working on immediately. Each recommendation will include estimated energy savings, cost savings, project cost, potential incentives, and simple payback plans. Mm. If you own a business, don't wait, Joe. Mm-mm. Get started saving money and energy today. For energy-saving tips, lighting incentives, or to schedule your free facility assessment, go to comed.com slash poweringbiz. That, that's uh, comed.com slash poweringbiz? That's correct, Joseph. Comed.com slash poweringbiz, B-I-Z, biz. Slash. Schedule your appointment today. No, the best part about it, Joe touched every device, every every screen. <laughs> My computer's that in the computer, produ- laptop, in the producer phone, zone. all that. He touched them all, man. That was amazing to watch. That was maybe my favorite uh, comment ever. Yeah, that was the best. That was the one. <laughs> also, other things. Love you, when, comment. When you want to watch amazing stuff, if you can't watch that right there, mm-hmm. how about you just want to turn on your tube and watch some amazing stuff? I like sitting on my ass and just watching things. The food tube. It's the food tube. <laughs> it's what I do. 
I chill out and I turn it on, man. 140 live channels. You heard me. Live channels of sports, shows, movies, and news. And I know three out of them four things you're going to want. You can stream your live TV from any device. Joey just showed you that while he was over there touching all his devices. He could have been streaming the food tube over there while he's doing it, y'all. You can watch the most Chicago sports for the lowest price out there. And you once want to try it out? You don't want to pay nothing? Seven-day free trial just for you, just for looking as amazing as you do. Get you a seven-day free trial right there. It's no contract. It's no cable. It's no hassle. All you got to do, just sign up. And chill out and start watching. That's it. It's all the things you got to do. And let's say you're sitting there watching something awesome. Ha <laughs> ha, that's hilarious. I'd like to record this and show this to my people later on. Oh, my God, how do I do that? Thousand hours. Get you a thousand hours of that cloud DVR. And it will be included for no extra charge. Oh, amazing. And you just saw the NFL draft. Guess what? Watch that on the food tube when it happened. The NHL draft's coming up on ESPN. Food tube. <laughs> NHL and NBA, NBA playoffs. Food tube. Cubs. White Sox. We finally won a game. Guess what? Marquee Network and NBC Sports Chicago. Fubo TV. Got you covered. That's it. That's all you need. And if you want more, like I told you, 140 plus live channels. So, you can sign up. Use the link in the description. 15% off just for doing that. So get you 15% off and get you a seven-day free trial in your first month with Fubo Pro. Fubo TV, y'all. Turn on the Fubo tube. I like how it took you 90 seconds into that read to actually say Fubo TV the yeah. first time. Fubo tube, baby. I mean, Fubo tube. That's all you need. It's catchy. They know what it is. Mm -hmm. Fubo tube. Although it makes me think of a groove tube. It's like it sounds exactly the same. Groove tube? Yeah. You, what you, is that? Okay, so <laughs> when you were, let's say, uh, enjoying some herbs okay. in college. Okay. And you didn't want the smell of said herbs mm -hmm. to permeate throughout your dorm room or where, wherever you were living. Sure. We made this thing called a groove tube. I, I thought this is a pretty you know, commonly referred to device and used device. It is not. You take <laughs> several dryer sheets. Sploof is what I call this. Okay. A sploof? Yeah. Like a spliff? <laughs> That's Yeah, a spliff. Is and my parents, for many years, were wondering why our house was devoid of both dryer sheets and paper towels. <laughs> <laughs> so you take, like, an empty just the cardboard of, like, a toilet paper roll oh. and fold and rubber band over okay. one end of it, like, have seen this. five or six dryer sheets. Yes. And then when you are exhaling said yes. herbs, right into that. they go through the dryer sheets, and it uh, minimizes the sense of the herbs. Yes. And instead, just smells like people are doing laundry. Yeah, I, I uh, yes, we didn't do that. We oh yeah, <laughs> we did that regularly, and we called them groove tubes. Effectiveness nice. is questionable, so if you are a we just open windows high school kid who is listening open. to this <laughs> and thinks that's a good idea, try your own risk. Yes. Okay. And make sure you're above age legally. Doing, yes, it's above legal. the legal age limit. Legal. Correct. In the state of don't Illinois, don't do that. If you're in high school, that would be dumb. <laughs> Daddy, Pete, right. Daddy Fish said, "I go outside." That, that's, a, that's <laughs> that also works. Yes, adult. I went to college in Ohio, <laughs> where it was 12 degrees Fahrenheit nine months of the year. Um, How bad you want it? That's the question. He ain't got that dog in him. <laughs> <laughs> Je Jelly said, "Dr. Seuss could write a book called Spathus Plutus." <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I don't smoke spliffs. I'll be I'll be straight up about that. No tobacco <laughs> here for this guy. Well done, well done, Jelly. Well done, sir. One, <laughs> well done. One spliff, two spliff. <laughs> <red> <laughs> He's one spliff, two spliff. He spliffed that spliff. <laughs> Oh sweet Jesus! Oh, okay, that was awesome. uh, let's let's Woo. get back on track and talk about oh man, Nikola Vucevic. Shall we? Stuff down. Go ahead. <laughs> oh my God! All right, let's talk grades. Um, looking at Vuce's <sighs> season, and then looking at his last season for sake of comparison, I laughed my ass off. Uh, <laughs> Joey, if you please, thank you. It is literally. Is exact same. Literally, literally identical as far as the numbers he put up in the points, rebounds, and assists categories. 17.6 points per game. 11 rebounds per game on the nose. You know what's even crazier? 
it's the exact same on offensive and defensive boards. 11, or sorry, 1.9 offensive rebounds per game, 9.1 defensive rebounds per game. Last season, this season, exact same. Insane. Assists, 3.2, mm-hmm. exact same. Mm-hmm. What I appreciate about Vooch's season this year, in addition to dude played 82, yeah. is he basically scored the same amount and upped his efficiency. Yes. His usage percentage went down from 24-something to 21-something. Mm. But as you saw in that graphic, basically just across the board, he was a more efficient shooter. Last season, he shot 47 from the field, 31.5 from three, 76 at the line. This season, he upped those numbers to 52% from the field, mm. 35% from three, which for all the complaining Bulls fans have done about Bulls, uh, Vucci shooting from mm-hmm. three, respectable mm. and i believe that was one of the goals i set for him i was like just give me 35 percent, man mm. give me 35 percent. i don't need 40 give me 35 percent. he want. gave us that mm-hmm. he also upped his free throw percentage to 83 and a half i'm mostly pleased by what we saw on a vooch uh saw from vooch on the offensive end this year what about you guys yeah um you have to really be hating him to <laughs> to like find the negative in that and the numbers you're right just make it more hilarious uh, with that, he's putting up the same thing he did, which everybody was like, well, he's scoring and he's doing those. And yeah, but the percentages aren't better. And then he got higher percentages in those things, man. So, like, this is who he is. This is what you want him to be, right? Mm-hmm. You want 17 a game. You want 11 rebounds. And you want somebody to shoot over 35% from three as a center. This is exactly what you want. And he gave you exactly what you wanted from that position, especially when he started finding his groove. I understood last year because he didn't really truly know his place yet. You know what I mean? And guys were super hot in DeMar DeRozan um, and later on uh, Zach Levine. They were super hot, and he was just the guy. You know what I mean? But now in this season, they involved him so much more in this year. He was, they would go to him early. They would make sure he was happy, satisfied. They figured it out you know, later on, mm-hmm. but they understood we needed to go to him early and let him get off and let him do his thing. And then the rebounds he would get and start the transition for the Bulls as well. The pull-up threes weren't as uh, prevalent as they were the previous year, but he gave you exactly what you needed from that position, man. A dude who is a poor man's Jokic. This is what it looks like, man, and and it looked good to me. Model of consistency. 82 games, exact same numbers. Um, Career high in two-point percentage. Career high in effective field goal percentage. Career high in true True shooting shooting percentage. True shooting percentage, yep. So really efficient scoring season. Um, and again, I think to your point, that's pretty much as much as you could ask. 17 and a half points, 11 rebounds for your third option is pretty damn good. Yeah. Um, I would say the one sort of thing that I would, uh, one criticism I would have, and this is the only reason I didn't go straight A on the offense, mm-hmm. is his uses, usage actually was significantly down. So last year, mm-hmm. 24 and a half. This year, 21.9. And that is the lowest it's been since his third year in the league when he was age 23, his uh, second year in Orlando. So they actually did go to him a lot less, and I think they could have gone to him more. I'm not sure how much of that is on him versus the rest of the team. That's right. But his assist percentage was down. His turnover percentage was up. Um, again, I think they were looking to play through him a little bit more, and that means making more passes and not necessarily finishing plays, which is what usage uh, counts. So the turnover percentage for it to be up and the assist to go down a little bit was a ding for me. But I think for the most part, to be the efficient scoring, to start to figure out his role within the offense, and then just to provide, I mean, almost 60% on twos. Like Scary. He, he, was, he was fantastic. Yeah, agreed. Uh, so, Joey, do, do you have our grades that you can throw up there? So it sounds like, Will, you also gave him an A-. minus. That's the ga- uh, grade I gave him. Or no, you, went okay, you went B+. Yeah. Plus. Mm-hmm. Dave, you gave him a flat B. Mm-hmm. Was there something that you wanted to see from Vooch offensively this year that you didn't? Uh, I wanted to see more three, and I know the percentage was higher. Yeah. I just wanted to see more threes. Yeah. From, I think from that's Vooch. a huge point because mm-hmm. he was taking – so. A lot of the, uh, I just came to the Bulls and I'm not sure like what my role is yeah. thing. And so I'm, I'm just, just standing, I'm here. just standing on the corner and shooting threes mm-hmm. or whatever. He shot six and a half threes that All Star year mm-hmm. in Orlando. Uh, this year, four it was down around four, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, four. Uh, last year, four and a half. This year, four point two. And there were so many times where he would just keep the ball moving, not the end of the world, but just like look at the basket, let the defense reset, and for him to be at his most effective, not scoring for himself 
but in terms of generating good offensive flow for the rest of the group, he needs to be shooting those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he needs to force defenses to guard him. Yes. So that he can attack closeouts so mm-hmm. that the defense can stay on tilt and they can keep the ball moving. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was that was really the only other place where I felt like I wanted more. Now, I also will say he did a lot of um, – because the three when the games when the threes weren't working he would do a lot of pump faking and put it on the floor more so than i'd seen him do in the previous year he did a lot of uh, reposting pre- more than i saw him actually doing yep. previous year and i was begging for that so it was great to see that as well um but yeah that's more so that the only thing i wanted to see was him just shoot more threes and i didn't feel like it was anything truly different from last year because i think last year i gave him a b uh, as well but i didn't think it was anything truly different but i just wanted to see more threes from him but overall 17-11, how can I be upset at this? Seriously. As your third guy. Right. <laughs> like, how can I be mad, dog? Um, so then shifting to the defensive end, and I know it's something that Bulls fans, or at least a certain percentage of Bulls fans, uh, you know, like to drag Vooch for. We know that he's not an elite rim protector. Will, you haven't talked well, to him wait, about wait. that. Well, we'll come back. Because you're the only one that gave him an A-, minus, bro. Like, talk yeah. to me about that. Why did you give him an A-? minus? Because he scored the same on more efficient numbers. As your third option. Mm. To me, that's good enough as an A-. minus mm. Compared to what I expected from Vooch this season, great. I'm happy with that. Okay. I, I mean, sure, would have liked him to see, as you said, maybe get up a few more threes. But to, to Will's point about the usage, I'm, I'm not faulting Vooch for his usage dropping. Mm. That's not on him. That's the way this team was playing. Um, I thought with the touches and with the portion of the offense that was given to Vooch this season, he gave you the same numbers and did so more efficiently. Mm-hmm. I didn't see why that didn't deserve an A-. Okay, all right. Um, defensively, uh, I was going to say, Will, you talked to him about his defense in his uh, exit interview at the end of the season, and he readily admits that's not the side of the floor that he's known for. Um, I think I ended up giving him, yeah, that's right, I gave him a C+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave, you were a little less generous with a C. Mm-hmm. Will, you gave him a, a, a strong, B. solid B. Talk to B. us a little bit about why you gave him that grade and, and if it had anything to do with that chat you guys had about his defense uh, in his season-ending uh, press conference. Exactly place. that. Um, for me, in terms of expectations, you look at this guy and you think, like, slow, he's not going to be able to move his feet, he can't switch. Um, you're going to have to play drop, drop coverage, and that's going to leave you open for uh, mid-range and pull-up threes. And that was just not the case. The Bulls had the number five defense this year, mm. anchored by a center who has those flaws. Mm. Um, and, I, and I think for me, and I th- a lot of people would say that like the center is the most important position defensively. That's the last line. He's quarterbacking. He's the one that's got to protect the rim. And you don't put together a top five defense with a poor defensive center. Mm-hmm. Are there areas where he could be better? It's a bar. Sure, of course. Low steal rate, low block rate. Um, the Bulls are actually better with him off the floor defensively this year. Mm. But they put together a system that was built around him and the things that he could do well, and he executed those to a T. Mm-hmm. Like I said, you do not fall into a top five defense. That is an incredible accomplishment. And to anchor and quarterback that um, – I think it's incredible. Statistically and individually, he's not going to give you the Mitchell Robinson, you know, block it into the fifth row kind of stuff. But you don't need that to have a solid defense. And I think this mm. this, this B for me is not necessarily about his individual stats or anything like that. It's more about how he was able to backline a really strong defense this year. B for backline. I dig it. Uh, DeMond in the comments said, Vooch is getting cooked a lot against just about every center in the league. Also saying earlier, you know, you can't pay a non-defensive center a lot unless that player is Jokic or well, again, Embiid. He's, he's not non-defensive. You know what I'm saying? Like, he just broke that down to you right there. Like, this is top five. He's right. You can't be top five <laughs> as a center Doesn't happen on, accident. on defense and be trash. Like, that doesn't exist. Right. You know what I'm saying? You can get cooked in certain areas right. and things like that, but you can't be trash defensively and be top five in defense. That's not how it works. Um, but but also, I do think – the if not – the best defensive rebounder in the league. Yeah. That's a fact. I, I don't know if he finished as such, but for most of the season, every time I checked, he led the league in defensive rebounding percentage. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but DeMond's point about, you know, what kind of money 
uh, you know, Vooch will demand as a veteran center entering, entering age 33 season mm-hmm. who's not elite on the defensive end is a fair question. And it's one that we'll tackle after the break as well as giving our meathead grades to Vooch. Oh. We, we got to take one more break. <laughs> While we're doing that, hit that thumbs up button. Add yourself to our 30,000 and growing number of subscribers on our CHGO Sports and YouTube going. channel. Big Dave, who we got? Uh, hold on. I, I just got a text from Baby Joey. Baby, uh, B- Baby Joey is texting already? Yeah, he's texting. He's texting Wait, You already. have a kid now? I don't, no, I don't even man. think he was old enough to hold his head up with, you know, without any Well, that's help. why it's easy for him to text because he ain't got to look up. Oh, you know, okay. He just looks I right see. down at the phone. I got he's you. He's such an advanced child. Right. You already, he's already texting. Of course he is. I mean, uh, look at the genes he's, he's I mean, come on. From. Exactly, yep. man. Uh, he had yep. two things to say. Uh, one, when is that Dr. Seuss book coming out? Oh, man. Um, Start writing it immediately. Yeah. And two. <laughs> he's not allowed to read that. Yeah, he's right. He's not. Spathis. He just saw Spathis and immediately, you know, he, went, he was like, Spathis and Dr. Seuss. And that's where his mind went. Don't worry. I threw him off the scent, Joe. I got you. But number two, he just asked, how come they never understood? They never understood. Baby Joey don't get it. All right? Baby Joey does not understand. Unreal. Why? did not understand. Why? Why are you paying so much money to look so damn good? You don't have to do that. You can save you some money and still look amazing, y'all. Shady Rays, that's who said that to you because they're an independent sunglasses company, offers that world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair that you've ever put on your beautiful face. Those durable frames. Extremely clear optics, y'all. Those polarized shades that are premium, you get them all at an affordable price for your outdoor, and as this gentleman proves all the time, your indoor adventures. And also, they have got the Matt Peck Lost and Broken Replacements plan. Flash! There it is on the ground. Ah, ah, the glass is there too. Snap, snap. You in trouble. You upset. Be why? Because you broke your glasses. You think you can't get you another pair, but you can. You send them broken glasses back to Shady Rays. Guess what? Send you a free pair because they got it like that. And let's say you don't like the frames you got. You're like, I'm not feeling this. I'm not getting all my coolness of my baby Joeyisms out here. Well, you can send them back and get you another pair of the frame that you like at no charge to you as long as you send it in within 30 days. And you'll get it for free. There's no risk when you shop, y'all. And they have always got who's back? Yo, back. So, exclusively for our listeners out there, Shady Rays is giving you the best deal of the season. Why? Because they love you. Go to ShadyRays.com and use that code CHGO. Get yourself 50% off of two plus pairs of premium polarized shades. Drive it yourself! Them shades that are rated five stars by over 250,000 people because it's Shady Rays, y'all. What a raise are oh so shady. Uh, okay, going to breeze through this. It's Tuesday. You know what that means? What that mean? DraftKings Pick of the Week. Pick of the Week. Speaking of promo codes, CHGO, uh-huh. use that one when you sign up for a new DraftKings Sportsbook account to take advantage of their offer for $5 down on any NBA playoff game money line before that tip-off and get $150 in bonus bets. Mm. Plus, of course, the no-sweat same-game parlays. You got two NBA playoff games tonight. Make a parlay for both. Two of them. And guess what? No worries, because if it's up to $10 and it hits, great. Congratulations. If it misses, you're getting a bonus bet back up to that $10 wager on a same-game parlay. I like bonus. DraftKings Pick of the Week. I'm going to give you one for each game tonight. Gabe Vincent. 13 and a half points okay. scored okay. at minus 115. Okay. Or if you want to push it to 15 or more points scored tonight for plus money at plus 110, Gabe Vincent went over his points over under in four of their six games uh, so far in the playoffs. Okay. His field goal attempts are up from the regular season by over four field goal attempts per game. Mm. Also, with the iffiness of Jimmy Butler, mm-hmm. I like me some Gabe Vincent points tonight. There's that one. Then the nightcap. Lakers are plus four and a half right now, minus 110, mm-hmm. plus 165 on the money line. Feel good about Lakers and the points? If you're feeling frisky and you want bigger odds, maybe even think about Lakers' money line. Everybody talks about LeBron and all the game ones that he loses. It's true. However, <laughs> here's a stat for you that I saw on Twitter today. Hit it. In games played this season, when the Warriors came into said game with a rest disadvantage to their opponent, i.e. had no day's rest or a fewer day of rest than their opponent, mm-hmm. 7 and 13 in mm. those games. 
Warriors had to play a Game 7 Sunday. Lakers closed their series out in right. Game 6 on Friday. Right. It's a feel-out game. It's always a feel-out game. I like I like Lakers in the points tonight. Okay. I do. All right. Uh, even though I'm picking the Warriors to win the series, would not be surprised to see the Lakers steal this game. It's a bigger game for them than it is for the Warriors. Mm. So there's your two DraftKings picks of the week. The Lakers on the road. That's Don't true. forget the promo code CHGO when you sign up. Mm. All right, guys. Uh, meet head grades real quick, and then I want to get some of Will's thoughts on Vooch's market this offseason. Will's Um, I have no idea what Dave's is. Also, I think you added. Uh, yeah, mine was just supposed to be five, not right. Will I was five. gonna say, I think that's just five, not Will five. Joe is still looking for the. Uh, He's still looking for the comment ad. Comment ad. What was Will supposed to be? Just, just five. Just five. Okay. Just five. Um, I thought it was Will five. I feel like five should be an obvious clue, but I don't like Will five. It's though. obvious. It's obvious. Five uh, dollar center. footlongs. He's the five center. Five. He plays the five. No, that is more obvious. <laughs> it's what we talked about before. Fifth in the league in defense. Mm. Anchoring that. Shout out to Booch. Mm. I Shout like out it. To him. Shout out. Uh, I, uh, Close. Is. Uh, is. <laughs> I, I don't know what to do with him. So, so it should have been uh, with a question mark at the end. Yeah, but that would have given it away. That, I guess that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I can see that now. Yeah, I don't know what to do with Vooch. If they sign him and keep him, cool. If they trade him, cool. Like I, I don't, I'm, I don't know what to do with him. I'm not sold either way. I see the benefit of both. You know what I'm saying? Like it's hard to give up a baby, uh, a poor man's Jokic. You right. know what I'm saying? That's a big hole on your team when you don't have that anymore. Yeah. At the same time, you can get back a lot for him. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to make that trade for a guy like Vooch, you can still get a lot of things for him and maybe get yourself back in the draft. Who knows? Depending mm -hmm. on what team you're messing with. Um, it could be beneficial on both ends. I don't know what the Bulls' plan would be if they trade him, what they get back as far as the center is concerned. I don't know what the plan would be if they keep him and pay him this money and then what do you bring in to help? Like, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm just very confused, but I'm going to be cool either way. I think that's what it is. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I Honestly, that's how I feel too. Uh, like that, Joey? Any quick guesses on mine? <laughs> I heard you say you like that. Joey's all over that's the place. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what Matt says. I am. Nope, nope. Everybody's vooch. It ain't easy being food. Mm. Nice. I feel bad for this dude. Mm. I truly do. I feel bad for him. Because okay. he is good but not great. Okay. And I feel gets a disproportionate amount of the blame as far as the players. You okay. know, people, I'm not talking about front office versus coaching versus player. I'm talking just across the board with the players on this roster. For the past couple of seasons, he has gotten more targeted scapegoating than he deserves. Yeah. Um, and... He's probably in a tough spot this offseason with this market, and we'll talk about it uh, in just a minute. I, he, he's in a tough spot. He's being asked to take a smaller role than he had in Orlando for all those years. Yes. Third number uh, of shots behind, you know, two uh, primary scorers like DeMar and Vooch. Mm -hmm. And he just, he just gets so much undeserved criticism, I feel. It's a lot of it. We are aware of his strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. He's in a tough spot. He's been in a tough spot since he got here. I feel for him, and that's most how, mostly how I think of him mm. in, in his Bulls tenure, is that the dude's in, dude's in a tough spot, and I feel for him. Yeah, yeah. It's like that. But if he goes, he goes, and I won't be heartbroken about it. Um, all right, so. That pin, no. That being said, Will, one more uh, plug, allchgo.com. He had a great column that he wrote that's up right now about gauging Vooch's market in the uh, free agent market this offseason season. You, I think it sound like settled somewhere between trying to get him between 15 and 20 annually for a guy who's coming off of a de-escalating contract that towards the end was paying him just under 20. Do you think it's in the Bulls' best interest to just bring him back on a contract like that? So I think that's really the big question. You have to look at what's going on with the rest of the center market, what's going on with the rest of the teams that will likely have cap space, and just do you want to be 
in the Vooch business? Do you want mm. to have a center with those limitations? <laughs> uh, some people feel more strongly than others. Um, <laughs> but then the other thing is like, how much control do you even have over the situation? Because Vooch is an unrestricted free agent. So if we look at the teams that will have cap space, it's the Rockets, the Pacers, the Spurs, the Magic, the Pistons. Mm -hmm. Pacers just locked up Miles Turner. Mm -hmm. Spurs only have seven million. Magic only have four and a half million. Mm -hmm. uh, and the Pistons have three, but they just drafted Duren. Mm -hmm. They have, uh, you know, Wiseman and, and a handful of other guys. Um, and they don't necessarily seem ready to compete anytime soon. Mm. So the market for teams that just have a ton of cap space to absorb Vooch is going to be pretty small. So that does give the Bulls some leverage to where, you know, he's probably going to want to go to a team that's more competitive. Can, you know, a team that's more competitive who's over the salary cap work out a sign and trade. I think that would be in the Bulls' best interest to look into that. Um, but then you have to think about what's the number. So yes. if you look at some of these other centers in the league who are similar to him, and this is going to be like below, the, obviously, the Jokic, Embiid, Cat, um, and even Gobert range just because he's being paid like he's in that range. Mm -hmm. um, you have Steven Adams making $12.5 million. You've got Brooke Lopez making thirteen. dollars uh, Jared Allen is making twenty. Uh, Jakob Pertl's making nine, but he's going to get a big upgrade. Mitchell mm -hmm. Robinson, 15. Capella, 18. Mm. So Nurkic, 17 and a half. That's kind of the range that I think Vooch is going to have to come to grips with just mm. because that's what people are paying centers. Sure. Vooch is also on the older end of the spectrum. Sure. But he is on the better end of the spectrum, too. He's been the all-star. Um, and he has more of an offensive burden than most of these other guys do for their respective teams. Mm. So... Where it nets out for me, and I used this tool that our, our buddy Steph No made last year to sort of gauge based on games, minutes played, and EPM, which is the estimated plus minus number that we, that we look at a lot for all-in-one um, production, you're looking at about $18 million per year. Mm -hmm. And so for that number, is it worth bringing Vooch back? Is it better to look to sign and trade him? Do you want to bring him back with the idea that maybe you'll sign and trade him? How many years are you looking at? Is mm -hmm. this something you'd want to do? a one year and then sort of line him up with DeMar, the end of DeMar's contract. So That's you can reset point. after that. Yeah. Do you want it to be a three year deal? Um, which is probably the most I would want to go. So big questions ahead for Vooch, but I think you're looking at, you know, the $18 million range. And if you're the bulls front office, if you're JJ Polk trying to figure out how you can fit the rest of the pieces of the puzzle around that, can you bring back Kobe? If you're also going to get Vooch for 18 million, can you bring back IO? If you're also going to get Kobe for, X or Y million and Vooch for 18 million. Mm -hmm. So I think those are the big questions that the Bulls need to answer. And then also, if you do decide you want to move on from him, what's the backup? What's the alternative? And where do you go mm -hmm. from here? Um, so obviously, you know, a, a total rebuild. Mm -hmm. Is it a retool? All that stuff is on the table, but it really comes down to, do they want to bring Vooch back? Does Vooch want to come back? And what's that number that they can get him for? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's always Andre Drummond's player option. You know, so they got that going for him. Yeah, I looked it up while we were talking. He actually did lead the league in defensive rebounding percentage. Drummond did. Drummond did? Yeah, Vooch was six. Well, there you go. Um, yeah, so, I mean, Dave, how do you feel about this? I know you just kind of said, No, it's more. If, hypothetically speaking, the Bulls pay Vooch three years, 18 average annual salary over those three years, yeah. is that something you'd be comfortable with? No. Um... I think that's too many years and too high a number. I think I'm with you on that. Um, I I think right around that league average, like Will said, when well, I'm thinking Brooke Lopez and you know those kind of guys, around that salary for about maybe two years, I'd be cool with. I'd yeah. be like, okay, bet. I love the idea of a one-year deal. Line it up with Demar. If we're gonna run it back, line it up with him. Cool. Thank you very much. Good luck, guys. You know, or if it, we see it's clearly not working, you still got option to trade him. And it's a good piece because, you know, that contract is over. So if you're sending them to another team, it's not a big burden to them. You know what I'm saying? When they, when they, if they get a player like Vu, too, yeah. it's still going to put up his numbers wherever, you know what I'm saying, however this is going to go. Um, and you have to also consider kind of I think what you're alluding to here, which is like how tradable is this number going to be? Yeah, A exactly. two-year, $25, 26000000 million contract like Brooke Lopez got mm -hmm. is going to be very movable. Yeah. A three-year you know, $56 million contract is mm -hmm. going to be a little bit harder to move. But, you know, assuming the Bulls want to play out next year and then reassess, then yeah. it's a two-year, 
you know, $36 million contract, which yeah. is a little bit easier. Yeah, it's exactly right, man. So either way it goes, Matt, um, there, there's benefit to it, to all of it outside of a three year, 18 a million dollar a year deal. Right. But there's a benefit to, to all of it. I can see, which is obviously going to get the most that he wants. He wants the most money he could possibly get. And why shouldn't he? Um, but yeah, the Bulls, they have options to, to mess with. And Vooch seems like he wants to stay here. You know, he's saying all the right things about staying here, wanting to be here. So we'll see how it goes. And if the, Bill, the Bulls truly do feel that way about him, the closer it gets to this draft deadline. Can I make a tea leaves prediction? Absolutely. Oh, I love tea. Come on with it. I think Vooch is going to resign in Orlando. Mm. Oh, Bulls fan, they're going to go insane. Which I think would be like just absolute worst case scenario in terms of optics for the yeah, trade. Cause you traded him and he you signed it back him. with the team you traded for. It. Yes. You failed in the three years that optic wise. There. Yeah. You, you overpaid for him. And then, and him then being he goes the missing right piece of what they need yeah. out there. That would be hilarious. That wouldn't work with Wendell. Wendell would have to go in, in my estimation. And it depends. I mean, they could win the lottery. Are you referring to all-star Wendell version? <laughs> Sorry, Will. What did you, I'm just saying, like, if the Bulls or the Magic land Wembenyama, it probably mm -hmm. makes sense to have Vooch there next to him because yeah. he's yeah. not going to be a center right away. And then all of a sudden you've got a real rim protector, a real three-point shooter oh, yeah. next to I mean, that would be Listen, they get Wembenyama, I get extra cocky if I'm him. I'm like, yo, come on home, Vooch. I'm talking plenty of shit. I get Wembenyama. But I think the Magic are just in a really good spot now where they've sure. got cap space. They can open up even more cap space. Mm -hmm. Vooch is their guy. He's been there forever. He still has a house there. He likes being there. He does. He said at his exit interview that he wants to be somewhere where he's going to be happy, where his family's going to be comfortable. And obviously money's part of it, but like that's going to be the key for him. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the Magic have a ton of flexibility yeah. with draft picks, young players. They could sign Vooch into cap space mm -hmm. and then go trade for Van Vliet and really have something cooking. So who knows? Or Trey Young. I've heard Ooh. that. Nope. No, Trae thank Young, you. No, thank you. Franz Wagner, Paolo Banquero, and Vooch. That's a mean team, bro. That'd be fun. That's a and a lottery team. pick. Um, oh, no, they would probably have to trade All right. We uh -huh. sadly are out of time. Um, go read Will's column about Vooch's uh, market value uh, this offseason on allchio.com. Jimmy Butler out tonight. I just saw that. Uh, Shams Butler officially out tonight. Hit that game, Vincent bet I told y'all about. <laughs> Might be too late, but go try. Is Julius it may have playing? bumped up from 13 and a half, but even still. What? I, know Julius I, I haven't seen any word on Randall. Okay. Um, maybe take the Knicks tonight, too, if there's no Jimmy. Maybe take the Knicks by 20 tonight if there's no Jimmy. Maybe. Uh, all right. We will be back tomorrow in studio, 4 o'clock, same time, same place. We'll continue our player evaluations and uh, talk a little bit about the results of this NBA playoff doubleheader that we got starting in an hour and a half. Hit that thumbs up button. Make sure you're subscribed. Follow us on Twitter, CSU underscore Bulls. Joey Spathis is at Joey Spathis. Will the Goat, Will underscore Gottlieb. It's grown. Big day. Bow. Bow. BWL Sports. Bow. I'm Bulls underscore Peck. Thank you all for watching. Appreciate you. Slam. This has been the CSU Bulls pod brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Get your bets in. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. See you. Be good. Sploof. Sploof. <laughs>